0: Welcome to the Grappling Discourse Podcast. Guys, I am hereby declaring I will never watch another social media boxing card again, ever. I promise. I watched today's card. It was one of the worst fights I have ever seen in the top three. Now, I have watched seven, I think seven, social media boxing fights I watched two of Logan's. I watched Logan versus Floyd and then Logan versus Dylan. That was today. And then I've watched four or five of Jake's fights. I know I watched him versus Nate Diaz, him versus Anderson Silva, Tyron Woodley, Ben Askren, and maybe one other. But anyways, I'm done with that. Now, I was tricked today. I was scammed by two scam artists and Logan Paul. And Dylan Danis. I should have known. Both these guys have terrible reputations. And they wasted all of our time. I cannot imagine anyone saying they enjoyed what was put on today by the Misfit Boxing promotion. Now, going into this fight, I mean, there was a lot of drama. And you'll see fighters, they'll kind of go back and forth trying to sell the fight. But rarely does it get to the level that these guys got to. When it gets so personal that, I mean, there's real, true hate involved, and it definitely brings a lot more eyes to the fight. I kind of am reminded of like Conor versus Khabib, like that was hate. You know, Conor hate like was like was spewing hate towards Khabib. Like he says he was just selling a fight, but I mean, he talked about everybody from his wife to his dad to everybody attacked the bus i mean you remember when he attacked the bus in new york that was insane what about chel sonnen versus anderson silva chel sonnen went at anderson for months he attacked the brazilian people he attacked anderson he i mean he made fun of him every chance he got and again both those fights were huge fights and tons of people tuned in because of that and I was tuning in because I was wanting to see somebody get hurt. I was wanting to see a fight. I was wanting to see two guys go out there because they don't have a lot of boxing skill. Neither one of these guys are good boxers. And from what I saw today, they both are horrible boxers. And I will say Logan was much better and rightfully won. But Dylan, the performance he put on was just absolutely embarrassing. But I was hoping with this bad blood, with Dylan going at Uh, going at Logan and his fiance and just they both these guys have a lot of skeletons in their closet there's just a lot of talking points for each of them I was hoping to see just a war but that's not what we got and it was just an embarrassment I mean Dylan Dan has really embarrassed himself and to the point where I'm hoping he just doesn't get another chance or at least he has to earn his way. Like this guy hasn't competed in years and it looked like he hadn't been training. I mean, his stand up was an embarrassment. In the final rounds he tried to take down Logan. Couldn't take him down. Then at the end he tried to jump on a guillotine and he just fell off. It was embarrassing. And then at the end he like hit a security guard and had to be separated. It just it couldn't have been a worse look for him. And just really anybody that that has his back and and that he represents, I mean, they should all, I I would be so embarrassed. If that was my fighter, if that was my friend, I I would be like, look, dude, that was a disgrace. And I really don't know if I can be associated with you going forward. It was that bad. Now, neither guy got hurt. Neither guy got dropped. Neither guy really accomplished much. I mean, Logan said he was going to go out there and kill him. I mean, he landed a couple of good shots, but nothing crazy. He definitely didn't hurt Dylan. Maybe, maybe kind of hurt him once or twice, but I, I, I doubt it. And then Dylan himself only landed like twelve punches. Now, when I think of of boring fights, I mean, there's three that really come to mind that really stick out as just embarrassing fights. Now, the third worst fight I have ever seen is. Derek Lewis, and Francis Ngannou. And just saying that, it sounds like that would be impossible. Two guys that have some of the gnarliest knockouts in the history of combat sports. And just guys that at any moment can send somebody to the hospital. Now, the thing about this fight, and the reason why it's number three for me, because I just remember still while nothing was happening in that first round. In the second round even the third round you still just had this there's this feeling in the air that at any moment one of these dudes could get slept and so you just were always on the edge of your seat you just were sitting there waiting and now nothing ever happened and derrick lewis ended up winning a decision i personally believe they both should have it should have been like a draw or maybe like both somehow get a loss because it was that bad but Um, It still had that factor, and that's the reason that it's number three for me. It doesn't go higher because the number top two and number two is this fight. Dylan Dennis versus Logan Paul. While there was more action, the technical technical, um, exhibition like both these uh, guys showed was embarrassing. So it was super low level. One guy, Dylan Danis, barely engaged. Basically the entire time he was just trying to talk smack to to Logan. I mean, I think his plan was to try and tire out Logan. And when Logan wasn't getting tired, because Logan quickly realized that. And so he started pulling back his punches. He wasn't just going to unload his gas tank. And he did a couple of times during the fight. But I wish he just would have went for the kill. I just really wanted to see one of these guys just, hey, like, I'm going to knock you down. I'm going to stand over top of you. Like we've been talking trash back and forth and I'm going to I'm going to hurt you. But it seemed like Logan was there to not get hurt and he was looking, you know, for some media highlights. He pulled guard at one point. He tried to get the takedown and I know he was trying to get that guillotine at the end. He wanted to get the guillotine so he could go, this wasn't a real fight. I would have killed him in a real fight. I had him in a choke and his guillotine attempt was st- terrible now look he's got boxing gloves on it is difficult to do jiu-jitsu with boxing gloves gone Um, at times the mma class they'll do some grappling or especially like ground and pound with mma gloves and it's very difficult to i mean obviously it's like impossible to get grips and yeah that makes it difficult but at the same time he looked like an idiot and logan just didn't really back up anything that he said he was going to do and I cannot imagine these guys like got paid as much as they did for, for the display they put on. So for how poor technical both guys were, how neither really went for it, and just the shenanigans that, that both displayed, like it was just an embarrassment all around. But the number one fight that I can never imagine having to watch again was Carla Esparza versus Rose Namajunas. Now, Rose has had some phenomenal fights. Now, Carla, in my opinion, is a boring fighter. But Rose has had some just incredible performances. But for whatever reason, that night, she was hesitant and she would not pull the trigger. And that was the worst fight I've ever seen. Number one, it was five five five-minute rounds. That's, That's a huge factor in this. And then number two, since neither, especially like Carla Esparza, it just isn't dangerous. It just blew my mind that Rose wasn't willing to take chances. It's like, look, it's not, I can understand inganu versus Derek Lewis while both were hesitant because they know like, hey, we've both got rocket launchers and at any moment, like the fight could be over. So I can see the hesitancy. But with Rose and Carla, I was like, I just didn't understand it, especially coming from Rose's side. And so Carla ended up winning and I thought she should have won. I mean, Rose just barely did anything and. it. I really felt like that was kind of the end of Rose. And obviously, Rose just lost her last fight in France. But it was just so boring. Because unlike the Derek and Ngannou fight, where you thought, like, well, look, maybe in this last minute, they're just going to slug it out, and one of them going to go to sleep. You just knew, especially after that second round, like, oh, my God, we've got 15 more minutes of this, and it is going to be the exact same thing. They're not going to engage... And they're basically just going to circle each other for 15 minutes. I mean, it was unbelievable. So those are my top three worst fights. Let me guys know, like, is there a fight that you have seen that is worse than one of those three? If you missed the Logan Paul versus Dylan Dennis fight, you are very, very lucky. The whole thing was just a disaster. And I really imagine the Misfits promotion was just just. Disgusted with the card tonight, and they're probably gonna have a really hard time, in my opinion, uh, getting another card. Like especially like selling, because to me, like these gimmicky things, like the first time there's like a disaster, like today was, more and more people are gonna tune out for next time, because you're marketing gimmicky fighters that aren't good. And so you need to see lots of action. You need to see these guys go after it and not play it safe. Like when they do, it's different when like Floyd Mayweather plays it safe because that's the highest expression of boxing that there is, like one of the highest. You know, He's one of the top ten greatest boxers of all time. But when I see Dylan Dennis do that, I'm like, I mean, what what does he have to – what's he doing out there? He's just embarrassing himself. Like go out on your shield, dude. I mean you took some of the punch, you felt his power like – I just didn't, it just made no sense. And Dylan's been known. I, I mean, I say this because somebody was asking me today, like, well, when was the last time Dylan competed? I'm like, it's been years. So, cause they're like, isn't he a jujitsu guy? And I'm like, he's really nothing. I mean, he hasn't competed in jujitsu in like five, six years. He hasn't competed in MMA in the same time, you know? And I know he's had a couple of injuries, but the dude's not an athlete. And uh, I mean, what, what did I expect? Really? I'm asking myself that. What did I expect today? Dylan threw the microphone at him. They were separated by a cage at the weigh ins for the final stare down. Logan Paul was shooting, you know, the handguns at him. Dylan was kicking the stage. Gordon Ryan went up there and said something about washing his cars. I I don't know. But this is the last, last time I will tune into one of those. Recapping ADCC. Guys, I uh, had a good time watching ADCC. I've got to say, day one, like I bought Flow Grappling. Like I paid the monthly subscription for day two. Day two is where the craziness goes down. These people, uh, these athletes have to win five matches to win the East Coast Trials. And there are killers in each one of those divisions. But day one was really just filled with highlights, dudes getting dunked on left and right. It seemed like every time I clicked to a match, it was ending in 40 seconds, whether it was Kieran Kershuk or Ethan Krillinson or my boy Keith Krikorian or Nikki Ryan. I mean, the list goes on and on. The top seeds just decimated these dudes. And it felt like, uh, <laughs> it just felt like you were watching like pros going against amateurs at times. And while there were a couple of good scraps, I would say there wasn't any big upsets. And I was telling you guys in my last podcast, like, man, that's what ADCC trials are known for. There's always like some top seed gets knocked out and everybody's like, who is this dude? But that didn't happen this time. So part of me is wondering, have we kind of figured out the North American grappling scene? And what I mean by that, is there not any hidden gems out there? Like just hidden dudes that nobody knows about? Do we kind of, have we kind of established our top 10 grapplers, you know, and obviously the best of the best aren't there, because, uh, you know, they've already <laughs> been invited to ADCC, like the Rutolos aren't there and stuff, but at the same time, you know, there's a lot of world-ranked grapplers in this event, and yeah, it, just, it has me wondering, like, okay, like, because I know a lot of people have this question, since jiu-jitsu isn't uh, super profitable, are there guys out there in just random gyms that could Go and compete against some of the best guys in the world, and I just always wonder at these events. Like, is this the year that this like random samurai comes out of nowhere and just subs the whole field? And it's just it's not this year. It looks it's looking like to me it's gonna be one of those like NCAA tournament brackets. So if you've ever watched NCAA men's basketball, you'll know that it is a grueling event. There's 64 teams and they seed so there's four one seeds four twos all the way up to 16 right well some years there are upsets like crazy and again like i said we've seen that in the past at some of these adcc trials but some years in the ncaa tournament it's a chalk year you know all the one seeds make it to the final four and then the championship ends up being like a one seed versus one seed or a one seed versus two seed and that's what it feels like this year because when i look at the brackets when i look at who's left it seems like in the 66 kilogram division it's probably going to be ethan krillinson versus keith gregorian in the finals i i just i can't really see i mean i guess deandre corbre or keith like that'll be a phenomenal match but uh, i just see keith versus Ethan in the final and as much as I love Keith, I'd probably give the edge like I'm a betting man. I want Keith to win. But if I'm a betting man, I had to put down a thousand dollars. I think Ethan's taking this one. He just looks so sharp. Um, and he's had Keith's number in the past. I would love to see Keith finally get redemption against Ethan, but you know, I'm picking Ethan. And that's 77. It looks like Nikki Ryan. Nikki Ryan, um, I think this is this is his event, man the The time period isn't too long, so he's not having to do like 15-minute matches where he can really gas out. I think these six-minute matches are perfect for him, oh, and he's just the best guy in 77. So I got Nicky Ryan in 77, 88. I think William Tackett's gonna win it. He uh, he's probably the best guy there, and you know it just goes on and on. Like in the next division, I think Paul Ardea, who's won it. Uh, so what is that? The 99. 99. I got Pardia and then 99 plus Big Dan. Females, the females a little bit more difficult, but I'll probably go Jasmine Rocha. I'll probably go Helena Craver in that next division. And then the last division, um, honestly, that's the only division I haven't kept track of is that last, that third ladies division. But I've watched most of the matches, especially from the 66, 77, 88, and then the females Uh, the new female division as well as that 135 pound female division and yeah it's looking like a chalk to me which hey that's cool too there's still tons of good matches tomorrow but all the high seeds are basically in it so you're going to get to see all the matches you want to see and sometimes you know you want to see that it's like oh man duke and kentucky had phenomenal seasons but they didn't match up during the regular season sometimes you want to see those two one seeds go at it in the final four It is cool with the years where it's like, man, this random 13 seed has made it to the Final Four. You know how sick it would be if San Diego State won the championship or UCF or one of those teams. Like, yeah, that'd be cool too. So both scenarios are cool, but yeah, it's looking like it's going to be big name versus big name, especially when we start getting to that top eight tomorrow. So the way they're working tomorrow is uh, the divisions with tons of people. Um, I think all the male divisions are at the top 32. So got to win five matches for the males. And then the females are, I believe, in the top 16. So they have to win four matches tomorrow. And so I was telling people because they were asking, like, hey, how'd this guy do or that guy do? And I was like, you know, they did good. But tomorrow like, they have to win five matches tomorrow. You know how hard that is? Like, they've got to win five matches It's gonna be grueling. I cannot wait to watch. Till next time, guys. I love and appreciate you. Peace.